kicks gotta be flat, man. You you gotta look cool. Welcome to the Sneaks and Beats podcast, dedicated to centering black people in the stories around the music and sneakers that move our culture. That's hip hop in the form of leather and rubber. Timeless sounds. No one could do it better. Iconic sneakers and incredible stories. 88. This is the Sneaks and Beats podcast. Been standing in line since Thursday I heard a rumor they might be dropping them early Should have them just in time for your birthday Irrelevant holiday affair Got one of those three-leg folding chairs I am what you call prepared For the camp out Even then brings the battery power lamps out Warm clothes but blanket case it get cold Corn chips and basic staples to hold Hunger over to Uber Eats is older Maybe pizza or quesadillas and sopa Got a little cooler with assorted waters and sodas Cinnamon sugar-coated malasada the odor Makes me the envy of the line If not the enemy, not my energy I'll be spending plenty of time Inside the books that I bought Got audios and regulars Quite the party-goer and reveler uh-huh. So, on today's to-do list is to design a pair of running shoes The goal is, as always, in my work, is to add emotion to inanimate objects. So, uh, release day is finally upon us. More celebratory than the former, but mixed with bittersweet. Hey, everyone! Welcome back to the Sneaks and Beats podcast. I'm your host, and my name is Mick. On this week's episode of the Sneaks and Beats podcast. I wanted to highlight one of the most mainstream designers of upscale street fashion of our time, Virgil Abloh. It was around this time last year, September to be exact, that Virgil announced that he would be taking a few months away from public life to focus on his health. A move that meant he would miss Off-White's Spring and Summer 2020 show during Paris Fashion Week and a ton of pre-planned marketing events. He stated that he would be working from home for three months ahead and canceling appearances and marketing events. I was thinking about the timing of that break and realized that he should have been getting back into full workforce right when the pandemic started and the world came to a screeching halt. With most of the year gone, I've had some time to reflect over my own accomplishments while bumping them up against purpose. And with that work, I've been inspired to learn more about what others' journeys have been like. I can relate to Virgil's need for a break. In a relatively short amount of time, Virgil's career took off, allowing him to lead a busy lifestyle consisting of DJ gigs. He goes by Flat White, by the way. Museum exhibitions and brand collaborations. Along with the parties, jet setting, and social functions comes business meetings, hard conversations, pending deadlines, and constantly working under high-pressure conditions. All of these things eventually take a toll on our bodies to the extent that we can't expect to continue to function at the same pace. None of us are robots. We can't run on high nonstop. 
Eventually, our bodies remind us of our limitations, as it did in Virgil's case. I'm glad he chose to take a break. Virgil is a prime example of what happens when music meets design and they call the sneaker industry over for brunch. It's a perfect storm for success. Let's dive into it. It's like I'm retracing every trial, know it took strength. John steps, flowers growing out of the footprints. Liberation, here's your invitation. It's a relay race, continuation. Get the baton and keep bringing it back. The strength every means will keep being attached. Last thing, this is something of a sight. Even when you take them off, they keep running for your life. You know, can withstand multiple beatings by the ground, but it's tough enough to continue on. That's the soul. Virtual Abloh was born September 30th, 1980, to Ghanaian immigrant parents. He grew up in Rockford, Illinois, which is just outside of Chicago. He's a designer, entrepreneur, and DJ. Virgil cultivated an interest in design and music at an early age, finding inspiration in the urban culture of Chicago. His mother was a seamstress and taught him all the tricks of her trade. His father managed a paint company. He got his undergrad degree in civil engineering from University of Wisconsin-Madison in 2002. As the story goes, he skipped his final critique to take a meeting with Kanye West's manager at the time, John Monopoly. Kanye and Virgil began working together officially shortly after that. I'm sure they found common ground very quickly with the Chicago area roots commonality. Keep in mind that this was in 2002, so this was almost two years before the College Dropout album was even released. This was the Get Well Soon mixtape, Kanye, (laughs) back when he was mostly known as a producer and hadn't really gotten off into his rap bag yet. They off like Friday, the rock got gay, but they ain't snorting it. They just got them up the baseline recording shit. Yeah, I've been broke, now I'm good, bitch. I ain't no Kennedy, but I'm good, rich. So I say my way to thank you to the ghetto and everybody else. Thank you very little. I took the road, let's travel the unbeaten path. I've been beaten, but now I'm broken through the darkest past. Virgil completed his postgraduate education at the Illinois Institute of Technology in 2006 when he received his Master of Architecture. While he was attending the school, there was a building on campus under construction designed by renowned architect Rem Colas, which, according to Virgil, piqued his interest and opened his gateway into fashion. While studying architecture, He designed t-shirts and wrote on fashion and design for a well-known blog, The Brilliance. In 2009, Virgil and Kanye West interned at Fendi in the same class at their Rome office. That's where the two began a collaborative relationship that's so intertwined that it's very difficult to tell Virgil's story without talking about Kanye West. Some people even describe Virgil as Kanye's right-hand man. It was during this internship that Virgil caught the eye of Louis Vuitton CEO, Michael Burke. Later that year, he designed the interior for a retail store called the RSVP Gallery, launched by Don C., a streetwear designer from Chicago. 
The store is in Chicago and it's a pretty trendy spot for upscale designer clothing and footwear for men and women. Plus they sell poster prints and books in there as well. A year later, Kanye appointed Virgil the creative director for his creative agency called Donda. And in 2011, Kanye asked him to serve as the artistic director for the Jay-Z Kanye collab album, Watch the Throne. We're going to skate to one song, one song only. Virgil was nominated for a Grammy for his work on that project. What's for the grand to a motherfucker like me? Can you please remind me? Also hard this shit crazy. Y'all don't know that don't shit face. A year after he did Watch the Throne, he started his first clothing line, Pyrex Vision. Check this out. He purchased dead stock Ralph Lauren rugby country flannel shirts, champion t-shirts, basketball shorts, hoodies, and socks and screen printed them with the word Pyrex and the number 23 in collegiate lettering. The 23, of course, was an homage to Michael Jordan. Just to give you an idea of the operation, he purchased the flannels for $40 each. And I found one, one online while working on this episode for $650. The flannel shirts in particular became the center of controversy when a writer for Complex Call him out on the platform for the 700% markup. That was 2013. Virgil shut the line down that same year, stating that he never intended for the line to be for commercial enterprise, but as an artistic experiment. And that leads us into the birth of the off-white brand, which is actually the rebirth and rebrand of Pyrex Vision. Virgil operates as the CEO of Off-White. Off-White is a high-end streetwear brand based in Milan, Italy. Sidebar. The originality of Off-White's logo design with its alternating parallel diagonal lines has been contested by a number of parties, including Ben Kelly, who popularized this graphic in the early 1980s. Fashion blog Diet Prada has compared several of Virgil's design from chairs to apparel with existing designs. That's according to Wikipedia. It started as a menswear line in 2013 and was described by Virgil as the gray area between black and white as the color off-white. The fashion house and label was birthed under the parent company, New Guards Group. The clothing line can be identified through its use of quotation marks, zip ties, capital letters, and barricade lines. When asked about the inspiration behind founding Off-White, Virgil commented, In large part, streetwear is seen as cheap. What my goal has been is to add an intellectual layer to it and make it credible. A year after the brand launched, Virgil launched Off-White's women wear line in 2014 and began showing the men's and women's collection during Paris Fashion Week. 
The off-white line was selected as a finalist for the LVMH Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy Prize. It's an industry award, but off-white lost to another designer. The women's wear line started getting a lot of attention after Beyonce wore his palm print sweatshirt with the word Nebraska on it in the video for Feeling Myself by Nicki Minaj. A super dope video, by the way, for a very dope song on an equally dope album. Looking back at it and a good curl in my tax bracket. Got a black card and let sex have it. These Chanel bags is a bad habit. I, I do balls, tail Mavericks. My made back, black Maddie. Bitch never left, but I'm back at it. And I'm feeling myself, Jack Rabbit. Feeling myself, back off. Cause I'm Virgil launched first concept store for Off-White in Tokyo, Japan, where he started the company's furniture arm, Gray Area. Of note, the store had a water cooler with off-white branded cups that visitors took for free and subsequently resold on the secondary market. The cup is quite literally an 8-ounce plastic cup with the words plastic cup in quotation marks toward the top and off-white at the bottom. But it sells on the internet for upwards of $40 per cup in some places. Off-white has collaborated with a number of brands and designers, including but not limited to Levi, Jimmy Choo, Ikea, Warby Parker, Sunglass Hut, Converse, Champion, Timberland, Doc Martens, Jacob the Jeweler, and ASAP Rocky, again, including but not limited to. One quick highlight about ASAP Rocky. After his highly publicized arrest in Sweden, before he was released, Virgil Abloh and Swedish House Mafia premiered an, at the time, unreleased track from him. During their performance at Ultra Europe, the Swedish House Music Supergroup ignited the crowd with the song accompanied by a simple Justice for Rocky graphic. Following the initial reveal, Virgil also played the track during his DJ set at Melt Festival. Kicking off the track, Virgil said, With this, we're going to get Rocky home right quick. Going on to call fans to make sure they record the very rare song. That song was ASAP Rocky's Frankenstein. Anyway, of all those collaborations, the one that gained the most notoriety was the 10. Virgil's sneaker partnership with Nike. Let's dig into that. North Pole. Today I'm icy, but I'm praying for some more snow. Let that hoe hoe. Let, let, let that hoe know. He in love with that cook. Why, 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 why these bitches don't ever be learning? You bitches will never get what I be earning. I'm still getting plaques from my records. That's urban. The Off-White, the 10 project came about in 2017 and included Off-White, Nike, Jordan, and Converse, all owned by Nike, in case you didn't know. It was released in two packs of five in fall of 2017. The first pack was called Revealing and contained a Jordan 1, Air Max 90, Presto, Vapor Max, and Blazer Mid. The second pack was called Ghosting and it included an Air Max 97, React Hyper Dunk, Air Force One, Zoom Vaporfly, and a Chuck Taylor. 
Virgil wrote in his 250-page book released by Nike that documents his design process and reveals key facts about each of the shoes in the collaboration. He said, The important thing about the 10 for me is that it's Nike recognizing its icons from the past, but showing them for the design integrity of the future. A postmodern idea about design, culture, innovation, and athletic performance all intertwined into one. There's a digital version of the book available online for free. I'll put that in the show notes. You're welcome. The collaboration between Nike and Off-White was teased on Instagram in the months leading up to its release and had the likes of Drake, Naomi Campbell, ASAP Rocky, and Kim Jones. My personal faves of this collab are the VaporMax and the VaporMax White, both the Nike Blazer Mids and the Chuck Taylor All-Star 70s, and last but not least, the Jordan 4 sales. The shoes in the collab are available via resale only and currently range in price from $500 all the way up to $2,000. Specifically, the Jordan 1 sells for $2,000 even. In some exciting news, there is an off-white Jordan 5 sale shoe coming that we just got the release date for yesterday. It will release on October 29th. It incorporates deconstructed details while also featuring 23 branded in red toward the heels, matching the Jumpman logo placed atop the reflective silver tongue. Nike Air appears on the back heel, while Virgil Abloh's signature shoelaces notation is applied to the laces. The midsole is done up in black to complement the cream color upper. If your fingers are fast enough, you'll be able to cop them in the original drop for $225. Personally, the Jordan 5 is one of the only retros I don't own because I flat out hate the way they look. However, the off-white collab with the 5 is a version of the shoe I can get with. It's thoughtful and refreshing, and I love the colorway. I got pushed out of the Jordan 4 sale release, which was the same colorway, and now that shoe is $1,600. Boy. I'm sure I'll end up getting that shoe at some point because I literally can't stop thinking about how beautifully done it is. But if I can do myself a solid and grab the five at drop, that would be awesome. We'll see. It's me, the hat and the shades. They heard my voice and they ran to the stage. My veins, my brains, my man's. Anyway, outside of the Nike collab, Virgil was named the artistic director of Louis Vuitton's menswear collections. He took the role after his friend and mentor Kim Jones left it in March 2018. Abloh showed his first collection for Louis Vuitton at the 2018 Men's Fashion Week at the Paris Royal Gardens in Paris. Rihanna was the first person to wear Virgil Abloh before the show. Playboy Cardi, Steve Lacey, ASAP Ness, Dev Hines, and Kid Cudi walked for the fashion show. In another collaboration with Nike, Virgil created an original outfit designed for Serena Williams to wear throughout the 2018 U.S. Open. He also performed at Lollapalooza in 2018. The next year, in 2019, Virgil's work was the subject of an exhibit at the Museum of Contemporary Art in Chicago. It was called Figures of Speech, 
and offered an in-depth look at defining highlights of Virgil's career, including a program of cross-disciplinary offerings that will mirror the artist's range of interests across music, fashion, architecture, and design. It ran from June 10th, 2019 through September 29th, 2019 after being extended by popular demand. Virgil again became the subject of criticism during the George Floyd protests when he showed a screenshot online of him making a $50 donation to an art collective to go toward protesters' legal costs. People were very upset even though he said he was crazy inspired. He later said on Instagram, I can understand your frustration if you think my contributions were limited to $50. That is purely false when it comes to the total. I've donated $20,500 to bail funds and other causes related to this movement. I will continue to donate more and will continue to use my voice to urge my peers to do the same. Virgil also subsequently commented that the looting of businesses during George Floyd protests was an example of why streetwear was dead. So what's Virgil up to now? Well, like we talked about earlier, Nike and Jordan are still releasing shoes with the Off-White collab, and they're still doing very well. And even outside of that, Virgil is still staying busy. It was inspiring to learn more about his story as we reflect over Virgil's success. What I really love about his story is that his journey shows us that there are times when people can be really critical of the work we do, but that doesn't mean that we should stop doing the work. There are lots of people who don't think that Virgil deserves the accolades that he receives. However, there are a lot of people who buy his products, buy his designs, and love him for it. Ultimately, we must all stay true to our own purpose and conviction. And when we do that, we come out on top, regardless of who doesn't think we should be there. That's our show for today. Thanks for coming back. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Sneaks and Beats podcast. Stay connected. Visit sneaksandbeats.com or follow us on social media at sneaks underscore beats. All platforms are in the show notes. And don't forget to like, leave a review, and subscribe to get new episodes directly to your device each Wednesday.